All right, we're rolling. Here we go. In a time where unsolicited advice, opinions, and dick pics are the norm. Here's a podcast you didn't ask for. But we're giving you anyway. Well, actually, who asked you anyway? Mind if I jump in here real quick? No one cares. Allow me to play devil's advocate. I don't think you know what that word means. This fucking guy. This is Unsolicited. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Unsolicited Podcast. I hope the lag is much better than last week because I tell you, that was miserable. But hey, <laughs> we're here. I'm miserable. Jack. A loose definition <laughs> of the word miserable. I am talking with Tommy and Kelly. How sure are we are. doing today? You know, same day, same shit. Or a different day, same shit. I don't know. Same day, same shit. Doesn't could matter. Be the same day. <laughs> could be the same day. I don't know who knows. Groundhog Day. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. How are you guys doing? I'm I'm okay still. I'm still doing all right, but I, I as long as I stay away from the news, I think I'm good. I just I don't know. I I I, I want to go to like a concert or something. I wouldn't mind like eating at a restaurant, but uh, you know, I guess I could live without it for a while. Yeah. I haven't thought about the future yet, as far as like finances or jobs or anything, up until about I don't know, like an hour ago. <laughs> and uh, now I'm starting to get a little nervous. Oh dear! We'll all be fine. We'll just invent something uh, that makes us rich, like I don't know, something that cooks your food really quickly over fire. I don't know. We'll just figure that out. Face um, masks. Oh, face masks. Yeah, I mean, I feel like and now would be a really good that. time to start doing custom face masks. Like your People sports are. teams or what? Like, but how do we get this distributed on a large scale? Like, we could make unsolicited podcast masks. Well, see, if Shark Tank operated over Zoom, I think we'd destroy right now. But I don't think they're doing that. That's no, true. I think people are already on onto this. Uh, I think I seen some online where some of these big corporations are probably going to make. If not, they're going to make mass amounts of. You know, Cubs and Cardinals and Mets and Braves, you know, because when we do eventually get back to doing these things, it's going to be the new normal to have a mask. Uh, I know it's interesting uh, because it's such an American thing to, like, make fun of other countries that wear masks. Typically, like that's it's very Asian that people wear a mask, like a lot of Asian cultures do that. And so people assholes always point that out to like this book guy wearing a mask it's like this could be our fucking new life so that's what you get yeah. well it makes sucks. sense I mean, like, whenever anybody was sick and they still had to go to work they just wear a mask that I, when i lived in hong kong for years it was just normal i don't see what's wrong yeah. with that. i think it's pretty damn smart unfortunately totally. now I don't know if you guys read the new york times piece but there's a lot of anti-asian hate crimes going on right now because morons in this country think anyone who's asian is just carrying the disease people have died just from hate crimes oh i know it's uh, yeah Insane. and people won't order chinese food from a chinese food restaurant in america thinking that that's going to give them fucking covid19 i mean well, that, just you know, also, this country is a bunch of morons anyway we knew that i mean most of the world is a bunch of morons if you think about it like people are you have such a low level of intelligence and critical thinking skills that it's like the leaps that they make to come to these conclusions are so fucking far-fetched that you're like, how, how do you function in regular, like, how do you not die? Well, I listen to Joe Rogan. Keep me straight and centered. <laughs> yeah. 
it's like amazing that some people are allowed to have like jobs and responsibilities and kids and stuff like that. And you're like, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> and raised families to believe the same thing. Yeah. Like there should be an IQ test to have kids. No, oh, sure I would be able to have them, but. Well, nah, maybe you can have kids, Tommy. <laughs> Just kidding. Maybe you not an IQ test, but some sort of like practical skills podcasting test. program. So you're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty smart. I'm not, I'm not a conspiracy theorist either. Yeah, um, a lot of people are talking about 5G towers and stuff like that. And I saw somebody post the other day about these towers that were like made to look like trees. And so then now they're spreading this conspiracy. Like, do you look at this, what they're doing now? It's like fucking towers have been dressed up like trees for fucking years, dude. You just didn't notice them. They look just like right under our nose this whole time. They've been sneaking yeah. information from us, man. That's why I wear my aluminum hat when I go outside. Face masks are stupid, but the aluminum hat I wear is brilliant. Yeah, it's it's interesting because you know like, yeah, he does. <laughs> you know that guy? I mean, it sounds like you really are comfortable with that. There's with so many of them. Life has to be so exhausting to be a conspiracy theorist. Like, oh, God, let, yeah. let's say let's say they're right about everything. It's still like not a life I want to live, just to be right. <laughs> you know, it seems so fucking exhausting. Yeah, to think I know. Everybody's I, like I always say, all the time. If this was the Matrix, I would take whatever fucking pill that was that made you get rich and just live your life with, the head, with your head in the clouds. I, I would think. Oh uh, yeah, being stupid would be such a blessing. Like I always, I always thought that too. It's like I know people who I look at their lives and say to myself, if I lived. One tenth of their life, I would have so much anxiety and depression, I would just blow my brains out. Yet they're so stupid that they just float around and they're happy as can be. And I start to say to myself, "Well, who's the asshole here? Am well, I the, the type, asshole?" Yeah, the type because, of stupid I want to be is one who doesn't ask questions. The ones that are stupid and ask a lot of questions, those ones seem miserable, and I would blow my brains out. But the ones that are just walking around like, "Doo doo doo doo, doo. what's up?" Everything's guys? good. Like, that, I don't read the news. That's it the makes type me of sad. stupid I want to be. Yeah, <laughs> just oblivious. Yeah, Mm-hmm. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, I tell you. But not if you're pushing your ignorance on people. I just want to be a dumb fuck who doesn't think about things too deeply. Just kind of like, ooh, that looks fun. We'll do that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> ooh, Scientology. Don't mind if I do. Like a like a cat, <laughs> like a cat or a dog. Ooh, red, shiny. <laughs> 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 Have we talked about Scientology here? Like how I. I'm like, I desperately want to go to one of the first meetings because I don't think that I could be converted, but I want to, I want to see what's up. Well, do we have to have a safe word or a snap out thing? Like what happens if you come out and you're like, good God, it's kind of, uh, not going to lie. I'm into it. I mean, things that are worth it are big risk, you know, Tommy. So it's like, to me, it would be <laughs> worth it just to see it. And the risk is I become a Scientologist, but like, I don't think I will. But it'd be fun. You'd probably get a great job. No, oh, I know. Be like, I'd be like, be like guys, a head, no. head writer on a new show. I'd be coming back going, trust me, I was like you before I went there. I thought it was all bullshit. But really, these people are just like, I'd be doing that sales pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty convincing, too. So we might all be Scientologists soon if I get bored enough. And there's a Scientology like building that. right down the street. Are they still convening? Probably. I heard they have the, I heard they have the antidote. Yeah, they're they're, do. it's, it's a, they're doing a Kool Aid. They they think Kool Aid is uh is the antidote, and they're all doing a ceremony tonight to drink it. Kool Aid was the answer for everything, I thought. Yeah, Jonestown. 
I just want yeah. to make sure this worked. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> how's the lag? How's the lag, Jack? It's Are we on the same page today? Well, I mean, you guys should tell me how the lag is. It seems fine. I think we're good. Yeah, and good by the way, what we're still sponsored by your dog should be able to see your dog. Yeah, right. that's another sponsor. Same sponsor. Your dog. Yeah, I mean, they paid us enough dog. money to be sponsored for you know, sponsored for a couple weeks. You know, when I was and going dogs to sleep, sleep last night, night, when I was going to sleep last night, I started thinking, why do I care? Why do I care? <laughs> yes, I good. I, I was just sitting there silently, and you know what? I'm sticking my foot down. I'm not moving. <laughs> You're like, and I decided I fucking care more than I thought I cared. <laughs> we got a message from uh, from Jay when I said, I got to take. I don't uh, care, but I can see why people get weirded out. I don't think it really bugs me, but I can see the other side. I can't argue it really, <laughs> but did, I can see it. What did Jalen say? He said, uh, I got to take uh, for the show. I actually think Tommy may be on to something with the not being naked around the dog. That's why I also don't show my doctor my dick and balls during my physical. What if he licks them and then goes home and licks the baby's face? Yeah, what if the doctor's gay? <laughs> I don't, I don't want that to happen. Yeah. yeah, this is good. Stupid, stupid. <laughs> this is good. What happens if he kisses my balls and then goes home and kisses his wife on the lips? <laughs> How's my dick taste? <laughs> See, yeah, he might be using those gloves, but I don't see him throw out the gloves. I think he puts them in his pocket and smells them later. I don't like the curved doctor. Ew. All right, would you rather... I want to use it to flick Jack's hemorrhoids. Would you rather eat your own asshole or suck your own dick to completion and swallow? Whoa. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. Do you, do you have to Did you just come up with that, or, or, or is that... Yeah, I just came up with that. Um, I would completion. What does that mean? You just you eat your ass until, until it was minty, fresh, clean, Jack. Not a <laughs> right. But I'm saying. I mean, it's you... not like you're like excavating right. anything. Right. I'm just saying, are you ejaculating in both situations or just the second one? I mean, do do you come from getting your ass eaten? I does it I wait? No, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> does, it, does, it, does it have to be a certain time of day, or is it fresh out of the shower, or a couple it, hours it, in? It, the first it, part was you could have fresh. Out. Fresh taint, fresh balls, fresh shaft. I don't care. Everything could well, be. I'm not worried about the fresh. I know the fresh that that the, the the taint in the in the in the shaft is fresh. I'm just worried about a like a, 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 a full day of 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 walking and sitting and hanging around and, yeah, and, and eating and maybe shit like. Then I would. Do I mean, that. would, I would that take... would that change your answer from like um, morning fresh asshole to a late night asshole? So Absolutely. You, like you, so you would do morning, morning fresh. Fre Morning, Morning fresh, fresh would eat right out of the shower, late I would do night, you would suck your dick. Yes. To completion and swallow. Because because I feel like you can get sick from the butt. <laughs> and I know and I and there's proof that people have swallowed my my jizzman not died. I can get pink eye and a bacterial infection, E. coli from the butt. All right, yeah. Jack. It's about yeah, it's about safety. Probably the PP option because the, so the you guys option. only eat morning ass. Yeah, it's fresh well, out of the shower. Or late night ass. Either way, I wouldn't want to be anywhere near mine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I've already accidentally chased tasted that. So, uh, never mind. Let's just. Uh, Ew, what, gross. Gonna, Jackson's social distancing from his own asshole this whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's why I have three pairs of underwear on. <laughs> Jesus. 
sick ass bastard. I'm sick. I'm protecting everybody else. I'm the one wearing three pairs of underwear. Are you really wearing three pairs of underwear? Nah, I'm just one. <laughs> just two. One one lacy piece of <laughs> a thong, yeah, and then uh, then boxer briefs over it. He has to wear a thong so they could push the the strap that the string that goes up his ass <laughs> separates the hemorrhoids from one another. What? <laughs> I put tampons up there, so at the end of the day, when I got to clean them out, thook. ooh, that was a gusher today. Put a new one in Ew! I hate you. That was so gross. Don't ever say gusher in uh-huh. relation to your hemorrhoids. Gushers are my favorite chewy snack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, want to eat gushers out of your you asshole. Go. And now that's all I'm going to be able to think of. When one explodes in my mouth. I'll tell you, yeah, the red gushers have a resemblance to hemorrhoids. Stop, stop, stop. Those are the best kind, you fucking piece of shit. Rune gushers. Because like when you open up the pack, they're all clumped together. They're not really individual. They're all kind of clumpy. So you have one, you have them all. <laughs> I've never put all of them in my mouth at once. I like to savor each gush. <laughs> gush? Gush is a weird word when you say it like that. A lot of gushing going on. Gross. There we we go. got a, an email from Jeff Little just now. Okay. It says, love the last podcast. There was so much belly laughing from all of you guys last week. It was a good release from everything going on in the real world. Thank you guys for continuing to laughing. do it. <laughs> oh, because I was trying to think of what last week was, but it really was so fucking funny when you wrote that delay. <laughs> I was dying. <clears throat> you guys were all in on a joke that I wasn't in on. That's why it was funny. We were. Well, I thought that's what oh. was happening. Oh, yeah. Every, oh, everybody right. thought the other person was doing a bit. Right. And none of us were doing bits. <laughs> <laughs> we're just really just what, um, Yeah, I think it's pretty impressive that we're continuing to do the prog- podcast. And a lot of people just stopped doing them. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense not to do them because people, like the majority of people aren't listening. But, um, but when know. the majority of people aren't listening anyway, what's the difference? Well, I mean, I think the reason that we continue is because we were planning to do this podcast for a total of six people the entire time anyway, so it's like... I know, and if the numbers do catch up, the problem is, like, you want to try, if you, like, we'll put quarantine on the description so that after this is over and you want to drive to work and you don't want to hear about the quarantine anymore, you'll know which ones are the quarantine episodes. Yeah, but there's still gold in all of them. Yeah. Who cares? You're very you're very confident in this podcast. I appreciate that. I golden. am. There's still gold in here. There's still gold in these caves. Even if some of the parts of the cave look scary and like you're in quarantine. There's still and gold. That's where the most of the gold is. Yeah, that's where spooky the gold part. is in the scary parts. <laughs> Dude, spooky gold is worth way more than not spooky gold. Sure. Spooky yeah. gold. Yeah, hey, we got. Can I, I'm gonna play a message that came on the actual phone line. One eight three three two six six seven six six seven is our voicemail. Uh, if you're in the states or anywhere, it, it's toll free. You know. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't think people realize it's toll free. They get worried about oh, a phone number. Yeah, one eight three three two six six seven six six seven or one eight three three two morons. That's uh, Kelly and Jack. If you want to remember that, and our Twitter and Instagram is at the unsolicited three. And you can email us at theunsolicitedpod at gmail.com. We answer questions, take compliments. No one's ever called and just shit on us. Not that I'm asking you to do that, but... That I is feel like true. I, 
I feel like that is true. Like no one's ever called and said like, "Fuck you guys, this show is shit," because that would require them to actually care enough to do that. I was yeah, called a psycho. Like, that was pretty hurtful. By who? I don't know because I watched cats in the front row. I, uh, you know what? I'm not gonna lie, Jack. I watched cats this week. You did? There's so much to talk about. Yeah, uh, Jacqueline made me order it, and it was six ninety nine or something on Amazon. And of course, she fell asleep about two minutes in, so I watched the whole thing by myself. <laughs> um, I was I felt stupider after the first part. The second yeah, it, half no, wasn't it, as it really bad. Because what the fuck is a jellicle? I, no, no, never fucking explained. Even in the play, you don't know. Well, that, I mean, I feel I like that's the what, movie. They, like, they really set it up badly because they said Jellicle so many times, and it's like, was I supposed to read a book before I saw this movie? Like, does everybody yeah. else know what this is and not me? And then it turns out nobody knew what it was. So I felt better after I found that out, but really during it, it, it lowered my self-esteem greatly. And I've seen yeah. the play like <laughs> twice in my life, like once as a kid and once as an adult. Oh, and I can't. You, I can't hear for shit. So I put the, of course, when the movie came on, like everything else in my life, I had the subtitles. So I can actually read some of the words. So it helped make a little bit, uh, make sense a little bit more. But it really didn't because right out of the gate, like you said, it's in Jellica Cats, Joe. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And basically the whole movie or the whole play is I'm going to introduce you to a bunch of different cats. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and at the end of the movie, they're supposed to like get what a, a prize to go up in a fucking hot air balloon or something. Yeah. <laughs> go to heaven. Right, and get what another life back, but why the fuck would everyone be vying for that? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> no. vying for their spot in heaven. I don't know. It's stupid. It's. Christian. I just like wish I was there for the pitch meeting. They're like, okay, hear me out. So it's just ninety-seven straight minutes of cats introducing themselves. They're like done. <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah, but I, I think uh, what is it, Andrew Lloyd Wright or whatever is that his name? Um, Weber. Andrew Weber. Weber. So I think Weber was probably had a couple hits before and just went in there with some shit and threw it on the wall. And like I love it. Or he was just sitting, you know, sitting around with his cat. I mean, in the movie, there was one good song. And then I was like, I don't remember hearing that in the play. I like how the two options were he had already had hits, so he just came in there and threw them as shit, or he was just hanging out with his cat. <laughs> well, there had to be. Those are the only two ways that you can come up with that, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or a lot of LSD. Based on something. Yeah. It's based on, like, some sort of cat thing. And Maybe he went to a cat cafe. <laughs> like, I, I didn't, know, I didn't realize Beach. it was London, either. Oh, yeah, of course. I didn't, I didn't think it really order. fucking mattered. Oh, yeah. It's the only place match. Jellicle would make sense. Um, like, I like um, to go to Venice Beach and sit on a bench and watch people walk by and, like, make up life stories for them. So, like, maybe that's what he was doing. Hmm. That sounds like a lot of mushrooms. Oh, I should do mushrooms. But anyway, the one good song in the movie wasn't even in the play. It was written by uh, Taylor Swift and Andrew Lloyd Webber. Uh, and it was put in. Uh, oh man, I like the uh, Mr. Mustafa. Mr. Well, I, that's Thank obviously you. always, always pretty decent. Some real bangers in that soundtrack. <laughs> yes, that's why. Well, the other day I got out of the shower, and I was naked. Don't don't picture it, everybody. But ew. And I and I got out, and I and we just finished watching it, and I was like, and I ran around the room and danced a little bit and sang. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, there was yeah. ever. I can't say that. That's exactly Oh, there was ever. Let's sing it again for 30 or 40 more times. Yeah, they're like second verse, same as the first. <laughs> it's just like well, the movie. The movie actually ruined minutes. some of the songs because they're trying to make it too much too dramatic in the movie instead of just singing the songs. So they're always like, oh. 
if there ever was like they start singing it slow and yeah even memories are like half crying and you're like just sing Did the you fucking song super hard when judy dench was lying in a basket because that really killed me i mean like it was so the whole funny. thing was a fucking disaster she like, has this like long storied career and here she is in a cat costume lying in a bed. What does Eldris Alba do and just disappearing? What does he fucking smoke? He keeps turning the smoke, turning other people in the smoke. Oh, I don't know. Something. Yeah, he was know. evil. But we probably bored the shit out of our audience with cats. <laughs> I but, know. Um, we've, we've talked about it so many times. I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry. Let me get to this voice message, Jack, unless you have something to add to cats. I have nothing to add. <laughs> nothing to add. Okay. Um, anyway, like I said, guys, we love your voice messages, and uh, this is how uh, we keep voices. the show rolling. It saves us from stuff like cats and political conversation. All right, here we go. Hey, guys, it's Wayne here from the Dirty Rats, greatest band you've never heard of. Fuck yeah. Um, hey, listen, I'm the same as everyone else. I think uh, going being driven mad by this uh, coronavirus lockdown. And uh, Jamie's decided he wants us to to uh, record a uh, an album of covers, to do a little EP of covers. Um, now, yeah, I'm really bad at trying to think of covers to do. I always choose really inappropriate songs. I've suggested doing Baby It's You so I could jump around in a skimpy, uh, skimpy uh, singlet and jiggle me bits, but he won't be in that. Um, so listen, I was just wondering, every time I ask you a question, you always come up with the best advice for me. So. Uh, how about you suggest uh, what sort of covers should the Dirty Rats uh, cover? What songs should we do to uh, to sort of release them to an unsuspecting world? All right. Thanks, guys. Love you all. You're doing fantastic work. Keep it up. God, uh, still the best podcast around. All right. Ciao, now. Bye. I've got one, and I didn't even think, I didn't even realize how good it was until I thought about it more. I would like to hear, a, like, a hard rock version of Eleanor Rigby. But it's perfect because it's like all the lonely people and we're all just lonely in our houses. So please do that and then send it to us. Thanks. Wow, yeah, you, you came right out of the gate with one. My brother yeah. and I do a, a punk version. Inspired. My brother and I do a punk version of Margaritaville, which is pretty fucking good. <laughs> Any anyway, you I'm can saying, do Margaritaville in your life. I'm saying, I'm saying you recontextualize a song that you wouldn't hear as a sort of a punk rock song. Man, you're gonna have some winners there. Mm-hmm. A lot of the greatest punk rock songs were songs that were redone uh, to kind of fit that. I don't have any examples, of course, but I I know that all the, uh, all the big ones, Black Flag yeah. has done a few, and a couple of Grateful Dead songs were done by people with a high, like much quicker tempo. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I would say uh, "I Am" by uh, Neil Diamond. How does that go? Give that one a whirl. Uh, I don't really feel like singing it, but it's like it's what? basically a song about a guy who's who's contemplating his life, who's moved across the country, and at the end of the day, he's like, um, "I am, you know, I am what I am, and this is I'm very proud of myself." Said no one there except for the chair, meaning like he's talking to himself, trying to convince himself that he's something better than he is. That's just my that's my perception of what the song actually means. But anyway, it's a good song. It's one. It's I basically I picked that song because it's my one of my karaoke go tos. Oh, you do karaoke? Hardly ever, but if I get drunk enough and I hear that I did it, that's usually one of the songs I would do. Let's go do karaoke when we're free. Yeah, you guys got to come over. We can do no, karaoke we'll here. Do karaoke I want to go to like one of those Japanese place. places and get drinks and. Why'd you so, say those are. The- 
the best because well, Korean, Korean. The, Sorry. the sound system is so good in those things that it makes anybody sound like a decent singer. Um, but the fucking it's so expensive. Makes yeah. It jack up the reverb. <laughs> like here's a bottle of pop off vodka in a fucking plastic plastic bottle. It's three hundred dollars. You're like, what? What is this Vegas? Yeah, but isn't like the choice is unlimited? I mean, the world your oyster to sing. I guess I don't know. Yeah, so you go to my house, no cover. Jack, we don't want to do karaoke at your house. All right, we have surround Fine. service. So that's Fine, we'll do karaoke gonna... at your house. Yes. And I think how maybe am I, the dirty. How am I supposed to make some rich. unsuspecting homeless man fall in love with me if we're not doing karaoke to bar, Jack? What are you talking about? My house is surrounded by homeless people. There's a church next to me where homeless people will get. Can we different. invite them in? All right, well, then we got to invite them in so they can hear me sing. Or I'll do it from your balcony. There you go. Problem solved. Maybe uh, the Dirty Rats should do uh, anything from Crosby, Still, and Nash would be interesting. Or Or Fleetwood um, Mac. Do the chain. You could do Southern Yeah. Uh, How about, and why don't you do, do some stuff that's very Australian, like come from a land down under in punk And then like My Humps by Black Eyed Peas. Do Kate mm. Band by Cold Chisel. That's a good one. All right, now now we're getting boring, right? If we're just naming yeah, songs. Yeah, I think so. I like that one. That's an Australian song. I don't know anything about the Australians. Oh, actually, speaking of music and songs, we got a song oh. sent to us. Oh. From from Matt Peart. Oh. oh. Yeah. Why? Wow, what, a, what a segue. I, what, I almost what sound do you like a song. Like yeah, a song you know for us? Well, there's a, there's a song that was written for us. Uh, people are really bored, apparently, but a song that was written for us, and it uh, it's actually a video of him singing the song. Okay. Oh. Um, and so he figured out how to, a way to download it. It's a, so he said it's a real ripper. Ripper. He said, hope you guys are well. The missus found a way to send it. I hope you like it, and I'll talk to you soon. He had to send it a different way, and it's actually him sitting uh, sitting at a, at a, on a stool with a with an acoustic guitar. Does he have a shirt and, on? He has a shirt on. It's a guinea tee, but or whatever, okay. uh, a tank tank top, whatever you call them. A guinea tee? I've never heard that in my life. Yeah, me neither. Like <laughs> old old. I don't think you can say that anymore. In Jersey, that's what we call them. They're guinea tees. It does sound like a slur. Oh wait, you can say guineas. That's okay. Yeah, the guinea tees where I live. Um. All right. Yeah, he's wearing a, a yellow uh, tank top with a green trim, just kind of like the the Australian jerseys. There's an Australian flag behind his head. Okay. I, we don't. We don't need to know what he was wearing. Well, I need so. you to get the visuals. He's very oh, tattooed. Okay. Big tattoo on his chest and on his arms too. And now I'm gonna download it. Once a jolly Tommy was playing with these crystals, with his ass in the air, titanium with glee, and he sang and he watched his penis start erect. Gonna come get in line with me. Won't see Jack Hackett. Won't see Jack Hackett. Mail Mike is 50 out of everything he reads. And his dick may be clean, but he's got other issues. Who's gonna get Tommy hard with me? The Kelbacks, she's a beauty. She's 
she is scored 8.5. Why is she single? Don't ask me. And down came young Jack, who was pulling out his hemorrhoids. She said, this is why I'm single. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> Waltzing Jack Hackett, Waltzing Jack Hackett, who's gonna get Tommy out with me? And then that's it. <laughs> Hold on. I'm gonna have to watch it again because it was like a little hard to hear some of the words over this. Only a couple more seconds, actually. Someone was trying to call him. I'm gonna squirt all over <laughs> you, said he. Thanks, Matthew. That was great. Yes, I will have to listen to it again. I, you know, I can't hear anything anyway. Yeah, and, 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 send but, it to uh, us so that we can watch it again. Yeah, I'm downloading it. Thanks, right Matt. Yeah, that was pretty dope. I couldn't um, make it all the lyrics. It sounded mean towards me, but that's just <laughs> no. It actually wasn't. It was like it was nice to you, except for he just said you had something about Everybody. your hemorrhoids. Is there anything I heard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bunch of gushers. Ew. Oh, yeah. Ruined gushers. Ruined forever. I mean, good. They're fucking weird. They're a weird candy anyway. You shouldn't be having anything burst in your mouth like a hemorrhoid. Dude, they're so good. So good. Um. Somebody tried to give us a call in the middle of that. That's why it stopped. Oh. Yeah, calls don't work when the three of us aren't in the room. So, oh, well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't work, guys. Uh, Actually, it was Josephine trying to call. Um, She did did send us a question, though. She said, okay, so I have a question for you guys. What's the the, the most weirdest thing you have been asked to do to a partner you're having sex with? Jack, you don't get to answer because you're still a virgin. Hey, choke me was a weird one. Choke me was a weird one. Oh, that's normal. You'll get used to that. I know it's normal, but when someone tells you to, ch- I don't know, the first time you hear that, you go, what? Oh, to- I yeah. mean, first time is jarring. And also, it's a little bit weird if you're, like, not familiar with the person, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which it sounds like maybe it was somebody that you didn't, you weren't, like, in a relationship with, or I don't know. Well, I don't see Jack's a one-night stand guy, but you don't want to be like, punch me in the mouth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh Punch me. Uh, I, I'm still going to go with my milking story. It's definitely the weirdest. Yeah, I mean, um, I've just milking. been asked to, like, pee on someone. Hey. I know. Yeah, yeah, the milking. I didn't I do it. And I remember the milking story. I think that's probably the weirdest thing somebody's asked. A lot of times people don't ask before they try weird stuff. So there's that, but... I don't know. I don't think I have anything like super crazy. I did have a guy like choke me once without telling me he was going to, and he choked me really hard. I thought I'd like, I was like trying to tap out. I was like, oh, I might die right now. That's crazy. That's crazy talk. Yeah. Maybe he was trying to kill me. Come to think of it. That's possible. Yeah. You in jail now? I don't know. Oh. I never talked to him again. 
it's weird how that works when you like choke somebody without asking and make (laughs) make their their life flash before their eyes they just like never call you back (laughs) i wonder why she never called me back so strange most bitches like almost dying All right, Tommy, uh, got that, a, uh, us? Um, yeah, a message from Josh Booth came through. He said, hey, guys, haven't been wor- off of work recently. I've been more, there's been more time to exercise. I like to get on the elliptical and listen to your podcast. But now that I'm doing it more, my nipples have started shaping really bad. I think my lefty is becoming infected. It's starting to pus. Ugh. Anyway, I really yeah, appreciate some advice. Like, yeah. What are your favorite frozen treats on a hot day? Thanks, guys. <laughs> okay, big pits, Lisa. Um, uh, love, love the show and stay safe. You uh, could put some frozen lollipops on your nipples. Yeah, it would help. Yeah. yeah. You know what, though? I was, I was thinking about that. Most people go like, oh, on a hot day, ice cream. But really, ice cream's kind of gross on a really hot day because yeah, it's like, it's milk. Yeah, it's, it's milk. Hairy. Yeah, I agree. Right, it gets all sticky and weird. Like, who the fuck wants a nice hot glass like on a glass of milk on a hot day? Because that's what ice cream generally becomes. Um, but, yeah, ice pops become a mess. I don't know, a treat? I, I'm like a, ice water is pretty damn good. I'm like a, a margarita person, or like I. The thing I love about summer is going to a chill bar that has a patio and drinking outside. Like that. That oh, I love. I can't wait so to do that again. Cannot, cannot wait to do that again. Yeah, Joseph. Maybe, Josephine maybe tried we'll to stop call taking it. everything for granted. You know. Josephine called in twice, and she said, "Just tell Kelly she's awesome. Tell Tommy that." Homegrown Oregon dispensary says, "Hey, I'm walking here." And tell Jack he's still the cutest. Oh. Actually, she said he's still a virgin, but I tried to. I didn't want to. I like, keep pounding on him. What is but that? Anyway. What she fucking said? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's a cute virgin. Um. Did she say cute or did she just say virgin, Tommy? No, What's she saying? Still, vir- still a virgin, Jack. Why do we have to do this here? Still a virgin. Just want to know the truth, Tommy. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's it's best not to tell the truth. If I left it as cute, then she would have been like, "Oh, this show is fucking fake news. They're not being honest." <laughs> but if I, I don't, get, then I I, get I, so I hurt your messages. feelings. I get so many messages with compliments for Jack. Like, yeah, I kind of do time. too, but, but I don't tell him because that would ruin the whole show. I tell him a lot. Jack, but, you're gonna have the most to gain from this. Trust me, you're gonna be a super. You are a superstar. Every time I post a video that Jack's in, people are like, oh, my God, he's so cute. How is he single? Or blah, blah, blah. Or like, I love Jack. Or I want to marry Jack. I'm like, okay, well, this has nothing to do with me, and it's boring, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I get that. All right. um, Next question. People like you, Jack. It's fine. They really do. Uh, Let's see. Did Matt Cook send a message? I think someone named Matt sent a message. I didn't even think I listened to it. Yeah. Here we go. Hi, Unsolicited Podcast. This is Matt in Mississippi. Um, First of all, thank you for the podcast you all do. I look forward to the weekly breaks from the monotony and really enjoy the humor you all bring to my routine during the week. Um, So you... My question is, you all live out there in Los Angeles and work in the entertainment industry and are um, very successful at that. <laughs> what is your favorite article of clothing? Okay, bye. What's with the Mr. X today? Bye. Um, yeah, I don't know. What, how did this Mr. X thing start? You started it, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh wait, so okay, before we no, answer this question, I've been thinking <laughs> I've been thinking about Big Tits Lisa a lot because I'm watching uh 90 Day Fiance and there's um this 52-year-old woman who's engaged to this guy in Nigeria and he calls her baby girl Lisa and every time he calls her that I'm like Big Tits Lisa <laughs> and she has huge bombs. Bombs? Bombs. Like super bombs. Yeah, my um, ex used to call my boobs bombs and it just stuck. Wow. Bombs. What yeah, do you think I don't remember. We used to say that in high school, like, man, there's some serious bombs. Like, yeah. it's so fucking weird. It's, it is really weird. But it, <laughs> but it's also like, you know how some uh, nicknames or words for genitalia is like gross? So you like have that visceral reaction when you say it. Like, I think pussy is gross. Like, I would never be like, you like my pussy? Like, gross. Uh, but bombs is just funny to me. It's like non-offensive and it doesn't make me feel weird. But like tits sometimes feels weird. Breasts is totally weird. Mm-hmm. What do you prefer to call them? Bon- bazookas, uh, Jack? <laughs> Bonzookas or gazongas? Like balloons. Sometimes I say bazongas. <laughs> Colleen and I call them hoots. How about melons? <laughs> they still use melons? <laughs> Me- melons is a lot. Nice pair of honkers. Uh, Jack, my nephew, had a a lightsaber, and he poked me in the boob the other day. And I go, ow, that's my boob. And he goes, how was I supposed to know that? I don't have boobs. I don't even know what boobs are. (laughs) I was like, okay. Wow. That's a good argument. (laughs) I like tatas. I like some tatas. Tater tats. (laughs) Tetons. Teeth bad. Teeth's a bad one. Milk bags. Fun bags. Mm Mm-hmm. Dirty pillows. Mm-hmm. Why do they have to be dirty? I don't know. That's, that's just what... what doesn't watch them. Hot dog buns. Eh. That's, a, that's a new one I just made up for titty fucking. That's a, that's a thing. Bean bags. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let uh, us know, folks, what you call them. Yeah, what do you call them? one 266 Or... At the Untwisted Pod. Or what is it? What do we call ourselves? Oh, we're the Untwisted Three. I don't remember anymore. No one fucking cares. We get the message anyway. Follow Zach Jacket. That's where most of the stuff's coming in from now. Oh, we got a message from uh, somebody else here. Oh! Sound... Oh, what? You excited? Nah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. just being excited. Here we go. Hi, Kelly, Jack, Tommy. It's going here. It's been a while since I've rang in. I've just caught up with all the podcasts. Had a four-week sabbatical because uh, dad died. So, uh, oh. shit times. Sorry, man. Uh, you guys helped us through a lot. A serious amount. And uh so well, thank you, guys. The, the, the podcasts are as good as ever. Never been bad. And uh, just I uh, hope you guys are all staying safe. Shit times. Stephen Shitter. But, yeah. Just want to say thank you. And, uh, Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, we're Tom. very sorry to hear about your dad. That sucks. I can't imagine. We uh, I my, we just had a family uh, and my one of my my dad's friends passed away today, and I'm not sure if that was from COVID or not. Maybe just might be natural things, but um, but the, my dad's friend definitely passed away from COVID. Fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. It makes it like uh, real for them, I think, more so. Or I wish I know the East Coast, or where I live or grew up, New Jersey, New York, are just getting pounded, you know. So everyone definitely has somebody they know, 
or some sure. some connection yeah. to somebody. <clears throat> We've been actually lucky here in LA. Um, yeah, but I, I'm glad that if uh, if if what we say or do at all helps anyone, that's that's nice. Thanks, Connor. Um, then I got a message here from Jason, someone else complaining about the, or I think it's probably the same person complaining about the Spotify. And then I sent him a, a personal message and said, Hey, why don't you just go to Spotify and then search for all the unsolicited podcasts that are there. And there'll be two in the one that has all the episodes, just follow that one. And he said, Oh yeah, that did it. Um, <laughs> for some reason there's still two, but if that is a problem for you guys who are Spotify users and you're only seeing sporadic ones, I'm in the process of still working that out. And Jack's helping me. Um, but, uh, just go on the Spotify search for the unsolicited podcast, and then you should probably see two versions of it there. And the one that has all of them and is, is working clean. That's the one you should use. I searched it today and I only came across one. So yeah, some, some people, I think it's for people who are already on Spotify and had that one that they was their favorites or one of the ones that they were saving that keeps uh, showing cool. up. You know what I, I mean? So it's kind I, of a little messy. Also, this advice probably doesn't help for people who can't figure out how to find the new episode on Spotify, but let's find just yeah, so I mean, I, I don't pay for Spotify, that's why I don't know what's going on. Hey, did we uh, do a message? I can't remember, but did we do a message from our, our friend from uh, Rotterdam, Charlie, last week? I don't know. About her. Um, uh, I can't, I can't yes, remember. Yes, I think anyway. we did. Was it the one about her birthday? I can't remember, but okay. I think she was, it was asking what she should do for her birthday. I think we did. Uh, let me check. It's just a second part. Um, fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, shit. Hey, guys. It's Charlie from Rotterdam. Um, I really have to think about what I wanted to ask, but then it popped up in my mind. So I'm going to try to make this short. Uh, my first question is, well, my birthday's coming up May 1st, but I'm probably going to be quarantined. So do you guys have any ideas to make my birthday at least a little bit fun? I didn't really have a lot of friends anyway, so it's not like I'll be missing out on that. But I do want to feel like it's my birthday and, you know, try to make the best of it. So if you have any advice, let me know. And my second question is for Jack, actually. Um, I talked to Tommy about this earlier. I actually grew up just mm -hmm. like Jack. Uh, my dad didn't work for Coca-Cola, though. My dad works for Heineken. So I also grew up in uh, living in other countries. And I kind of want to know from Jack, like, how how did you um, feel when you got back to the States? Um, fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fuck. Um, Jack, so how did you feel when you got back to the States? Did you have a hard time making new friends? Because I know I kind of you know, didn't really put effort into friendships because I had to move every two years. So um, let me know. I've been living in Holland for almost 10 years now, and it's the longest I've stayed in one place. So I don't want to make myself too crazy and just get rid of that anxiety and commitment issues and just make, like, stable friendships. So let me know. Cool. Uh, was there a first like you wanted to answer first? Yeah, it was, it was kind of towards you. For the most part. Well, the first it was the well, the, it was the birthday question, right? Uh, yeah. yeah well, the birthday question, yeah. yeah. We can do that after you. You can answer the okay. first question for, for you. Um. Well, I only lived in Hong Kong for a year, and I I was sort of. I don't. I'm not sure if it's fortunate, but I I went to basically the same school my entire life in Georgia. So when I left for a year for Hong Kong, I came right back to the same school, so I didn't have to make any 
knew people in the States, but when I went to Hong Kong, the thing I sort of learned was, uh, you know, you're new, whatever, you know, just jump in and whoever you make friends with cool and go, I, I did clubs, whatever that I liked and just made friends in there. And then I found my tight posse in Hong Kong. And then a few months later I was gone, but I did the same thing when I had, when I moved here in California, I had to make all new friends and the same thing. I just, just jumped in, was bold, said, hi, I'm Jack. Let's do something. And, um, that paid off. I think just jumping in. I don't know. It just rip off the Band-Aid. I don't know. What do you guys think? Because you guys probably all moved at some point. Yeah, I, I mean, I moved a ton growing up. So, uh, like, at one point, it was, like, six times in five years. Um, but I think I've always been fairly outgoing. So I never really had an issue meeting new people. And part of it is, like, when you're doing sports and all that stuff. Like, especially when you're a kid, it's, like, there are so many built-in places where you can meet friends. I think it's so much harder to make new friends as an adult um, because everybody has their established groups and all that stuff. Like I always say like people who moved to California after college, like I don't envy that at all. Like I was here in college, so I have all my friends from school, but like coming out here, it's not the most welcoming place. Or it's not, not that it's not welcoming. It's just people aren't used to, like the Midwestern thing of just talking to strangers and all that stuff. So people are a little bit more closed off here. So I think it'd be really hard to go in and try to like meet people at a bar or something like that. If you're any bit shy, but I'll go to a bar by myself and just start talking to strangers. I don't, I don't have any shame or embarrassment. So it's hard to give advice when you're like, I'll look like an asshole. (laughs) I don't care. I think that's probably why like, a lot of the improv schools are pretty big here because people who are sort of like-minded come out here for entertainment. You can go to those schools and everyone in your class, you you can choose to be friends with. I haven't kept up with anybody I went to in those classes before, but I know other people did. Yeah. So that I think that's why so many people go to those things just to meet people because it's a like a similar interest. So just find, I don't know, some sort of club or event and meet like-minded people. That would be the quickest way. Yeah. Like one of my current best friends is somebody I met at second city, but I still keep in touch with a handful of people there from there. Um, but yeah, it's really about finding like the hobbies that you like to do and trying to go find groups that do those things. I'm, I moved here. Um, I was one of those people. I moved here at 20, almost 27 years old. Oh, damn. So yeah. So 26, 27 years old. So I went to college on the East coast. I grew up in New Jersey, stayed in Jersey. So I still have a a, a chain of people uh, that I'm on a text message chain with right now, which seems to be blowing my phone up every 30 seconds with about, you know, 15 guy friends that I've been close with since. So we went to grade school, some of us in kindergarten together. So that is something that, that, that I feel bad for people who have moved around a lot, their lives. They don't, I don't feel bad for them, but that's definitely one of those things that she was talking about how she didn't have, those lifelong friends because you're always on the go in different places and it's tough to keep I mean, literally we have, we joke and laugh at pictures of us sitting together in like preschool with one guy's got food on his face. I'm always jealous of that. Yeah. (laughs) Like literally I got pictures with some of my best friends and I know he's got shit in his diaper. So anyway, (laughs) uh, but when you, but, but I didn't, and then I went to college obviously, and then everyone's in the same boat. You just party and have and have a good time. So what you have in common is that you're just trying to have a good time. So then you have those, all those college friends. And then I, and so a lot of them moved back to New Jersey or a place like that. And that was a group. But it was for me moving here at 27 years old was a real test of 
all right, am I really likable or just lucky? You know, and like, and and not like this is not like a toot your own horn, but I it, what Kelly said about finding something you have like, uh, like things in common with sports is basically, and, and these guys will tell you I I do have a big group of friends here and some I'm really really close with, but it was I didn't have that for the first year and a half when I lived here I was kind of just going to work as a PA and I had a couple PA friends and forever thankful to those guys who are still my and, and girls who are still my friends for inviting me to do things, but it wasn't until somebody I work with just asked me to go to a play flag football on a Saturday morning. And I went there to do that. And that's where I met, you know, Michael Rosenbaum for the first time. And, uh, my friend Ethan and the guys who were like my closest friends now in life, because I've spent that much more time with them. But then we play every Saturday and I would look forward to that. Cause I was like, all right, these guys are like mine. And we, then we go watch sports together. And then before you know it, the, the group gets bigger and bigger, but it didn't start until you have that thing in common. Like Jack said, an improv class or, um, you know, something that, that brings it together. So I always, I always tell people when you're going to a new city, it's not like you can just show up with like a case of beer to go, go to the park and be like, Hey, I'm here. Let's hang out. You know, it, it does take that time. Could work. You... <laughs> yeah. Huh? That, that may work. That work. Yeah. It's yeah, a little easier then... for women to, to be at a bar and like talk to other girls and stuff like that. It's, it, you can be seen as creepy if you're a guy doing that or whatever. But I was going to say, the benefit of like our industry too is like this doesn't really happen in other industries is that so many of your coworkers become your really good friends because you're all creatives and you want to, you know, like do little pro side projects together or you're like-minded because you're working on the same type. You're like, like when you're in comedy, I think a lot of those people are very like-minded. Um, yeah. But it's like, it's so crazy to me to walk away from the Jim Jeffrey show and have like so many people that I would hang out with, with no question after this you know it's like right and then you also think that a lot of shows don't last all that long too so right. you do that with a group of people and, and and when you're on a lower level like say your pas and you're just starting out and you're getting coffees and your days are long it's almost like you get this fraternal bonding of like we, we were hazed yeah. together right yeah. like we went through that shit together and that was the worst thing ever and you still always go back and talk about that and actually when you start to climb the ladder you start to look back and say remember when we were just pas and didn't have to worry about shit other than getting to lunch you yeah, know, and exactly. Then, um, <laughs> your responsibilities change so, so much. So, so then you do that for, greener. right? And then you do a couple months of that, and you're on to a next one. You have you build a, a new group of friends, and what yeah. happens is you just kind of build this nucleus of like they call it your production family, people who do all these different things. And then when you get into a place of of power someday, or you're building your own show, or you just say you pick and choose your all star team, and that's you know that people would say that's nepotism, or it's it's bullshit because uh, some people work hard, you know, that's just the way it is. So when I used to tell interns and PAs, you know, what's the secret? I said, you have to just be the most liked person in the room without being annoying. Like and, right. and people can't people, people can't sense that you're trying either. You know what I'm Definitely. saying? So like, if they see like, Oh my God, this guy's fucking annoying. He's in here every day, like kissing my ass or trying to be my friend. And just like, you know, you give a little tidbits of information because most people are ADD and you'll walk away. I don't know, that's, that's, that would always be my Yeah, Scott's, Scott's always said to me, like, when I was changing careers, he's like, here's the thing about this industry. It's like, you will be successful as long as you stick with it. Like, because most people that are in it long enough, it's, aside from, like, actors and stuff like that, that it's like, they want their big break. But anybody on the production side of it, it's like, as long as you stick around, you'll get those promotions and you'll eventually be successful. But you have a much greater opportunity to be successful faster if you're well liked and people want to bring you to their new shows and all of that stuff so it's yeah, that's the good part you about entertainment sometimes you can't teach that that's another hard reality uh, that I tell people is like 
some some people just either have it and they'll and they'll move quicker because they have it, and other people have to work on it. Mm. And so less is more, I think. You know, I, like someone told me years ago that you're not a smart guy, so the less you talk, <laughs> <laughs> the quicker you move. <laughs> Don't let them know you're an idiot yet right away. That's how I feel. No, but but I am. Too. I am. Guys you know, talking. I'm like, ugh. Now, but I, I I was gonna go to Jack's school and speak on that at one point. He's like, "You got to come do that." Remember Jack? And I'm like, oh, "Yeah, oh, man." I wanted to give a speech of Damn. like, most of you people won't make it, and most of you people will never have what it takes to make it. You know? Uh, <laughs> been to all these. My name's Tommy. I'm here to crush your dreams. <laughs> yep. Hi, I'm the dream crusher. Uh, I think um, that we got her question, but with the second. Well, part to answer her, her birthday question, yeah, I I think what you should do is dress up. Like, do your hair, do your makeup, put on an outfit that makes you feel good. Take some selfies if you want to, but just, like, have a nice dinner or have some drinks or whatever it is that you like to do, but just kind of, like, treat yourself, like, elevate the moment so it feels like something fancier. Because I I notice even when I just, like, shower and do my hair and, like, do my makeup here and there, like, when we film that sketch or whatever, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm a human again. How lovely. Yeah. Yeah, we, for, for, for Easter, we got dressed up. We got dressed up for Easter to do a bunch of Zoom conversations with our family. But it, oh, even yeah, that felt that. like, hey, put a, sh- put yeah. a shirt on and, yeah. you know, cook a dinner and sit down for it. And it, the day went really fast anyway. And I was drunk by noon. But uh, <laughs> at Maybe least that's it felt like something special. Yeah. yeah. Then- oh, wait. Oh, that reminds me. Yeah, for Easter, my roommates and I, we did a scavenger hunt in our house. So we split into teams. And we hid eggs all around the house, and each egg had a hint to find the next egg. And the eggs had edibles in them. So we got fucking baked as shit. Nice. Yeah, but how do you know if you're finding them in order and you don't just find the last one right away? Because uh, the, the hints are very, they're like riddles. They're like... Uh, specific places. Uh, yeah, very specific places. I can't think of one right now. Yeah, I went, uh, this is group. where I... Uh, <laughs> uh, where I sit is quite a feat... Where uh, where I poop is quite a feat. It's where I sit. It's where I beat. So that was my toilet, uh, and there was an egg yeah. by my toilet. Um, and we did like fifteen eggs. Where I bleed. Yeah, where <laughs> this is where I bleed. This is where I have my sad thoughts. Um, like so, Jack yeah, will never was, find a girl that cares. Your next clue is hidden under the stairs. Well, that's stairs, more of a rhyme. <laughs> you don't say the location. No, but yeah, you would just you would put a blank. Where the stairs goes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, see, you'd be good at this. Thanks. <laughs> oh, it was pretty fun. It went really quick. We raced. Um, yeah, that was a good night. That's fun. That, that was fun. I mean, you, you guys fun? are making it, making it interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's better than doing nothing. Like Kelly did. What? No, what'd you do for Easter? <laughs> uh, I went to Scott's. That'd be fun. Yeah, we did an Easter egg hunt and did a Zoom call with my family and um, drank. And uh, it was fun. Good times. Is that when you get poked in the boob with a lightsaber? Yep. Damn, that's a good Easter. <laughs> it's a great Easter. Damn, that's a great Easter. <laughs> I got green beans. I wish you have family. I wish you have family around, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and everybody's gonna uh, be like, "You shouldn't be with them," but it's like I've already had it, so I'm actually I I found a place that's doing testing for the antibodies. My friend 
uh, knows somebody who works at this clinic in Santa Fe Springs and they're administering the test for $80. I'm thinking about going to do it next week. I got, I got an appointment. I got an appointment for like this later this week. Oh, you're getting tested um, for the antibodies? Yeah, I want. I actually sent in uh, Jack one too. You're getting tested for the p- antibody. Uh, yeah. I have a, about out of my ten friends I know who've done it. About two or three of them are do have the antibody who were sick in February. Yeah. Um, which I think is cool, but I still don't know. They still don't know what that means. Does that mean that they're they can give it to somebody? Does that mean that they can't get it? Like they're just still trying to figure that out. Yeah, uh, there's so not. Told, there's not. They told them not much. to be cocky or confident. You know. Right. Like, and that's why it's like I'm still not fucking doing anything or going anywhere um there are still people who work essential jobs and go back to their families so it's like i'm not risking anybody more than more than i should be but i'm pretty sure i have the antibodies so i have it in my body i have what you boys are looking for the antibodies uh Um, go ahead no go ahead no, I just, uh, we got a, a, a message from Jordan, uh, Jordan Coot, Coot, uh, holy crap, you guys, you guys talking last week about remembering, uh, not remembering those few pages of a book while thinking of other things really spoke to me as usual, another great podcast. Thank you. Yeah. I swear to God, I, people, I would play negative, I, I would play and, and read negative text and comments, but this is, this is what we get. Yeah. Cause we would want to like shit on, don't, don't read the name of the next one. Right, please keep anonymous. God damn, I almost <laughs> fucked that up. I know. Uh, I I like heard you putting your mouth together uh, to start saying the name. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, well, if you see it, why don't you read it? I just got up to get another beer. Okay. Um. Hold on. All right. What do you do when you tell someone you're sorry for how you acted over a long period of time? Nothing sexual. I was drunk. And you apologize, but they don't respond, but have read the message. And this, they said they're talking years ago that they apologize or something. Hmm. Well, obviously, this is someone that you still really want to. Like, you you check every day and you see nothing, but you still see that the message was sent or message was read. Yeah. Um, I guess my advice would be time. At this point, someone's clearly heard what you had to say, but didn't think to respond. Uh, and they just need time. Really yeah. So the thing it. is, is like, pushing it. you can, you can really hurt someone and you can apologize. And the need for a response back is to feed your own ego and to make you feel better about what you did. Like it's this person acknowledging like, yeah, I've seen your apology. Cool. We can move on from this. So like, try not to be selfish in that need because whatever, whatever you did this person could have already forgiven you and is just like, fine. All right. I'm moving on with my life. We're not, we don't have a relationship anymore, or maybe they're still processing it and don't know how to respond yet. So like really the the only thing you can do is wait or I mean, move, I would say try to move on from needing that response and maybe it'll come someday. Maybe it won't, but um, you've said your piece. There's really nothing else you can do. Don't keep harassing them. Is this the person that did that bad ice prank? I don't pack. know. You, was you, you, it was the MI the asshole from the last week. Oh. No. I don't um, know. Yeah, I, I would assume someone read it and it's still years later. It must still hurt you and it must be someone important to you. But uh, I don't know. I think, is there no time to reach out though, Kelly? Do we not say something eventually? Well, he, hold on. <laughs> 
It also depends on who they are. If if it's if it's like a family member, (laughs) you might need to try a little harder. Well, I mean, uh, I would I would say if you're gonna make one last attempt, you say something like, "Hey, um, I I know that you read this message because maybe they even opened it and didn't read it because they didn't want to read your bullshit, you know." but I would just say, hey, I can see that you've read the last message. This is going to be my like last time reaching out, but I'm really hoping that we can resolve this or mend this or have a friendship someday or whatever the hell it is. When, you, you when you're ready. The ball. Yeah, you leave the ball in their court. Be like, but yeah, I'll be here, I'll be I here when messages. you're ready. Do you guys ever do this when you're like drinking and you see a message, and even if it's a nice message, and you're like, oh, I want to respond to that, but I want to be like – in a good state or sitting down yeah, and, yeah. and then you don't remember to. And yeah. then the next thing you know, it's like, did I ever, then you don't even, I that just, there's the so many, so many other messages come through and then you don't even realize, I realize that one was ever sent again. Cause it just doesn't yeah. show up in your world. Yeah. I and a lot really of times often. I check text messages in my sleep too. And so I like read it and I'm like, Oh, I'll get, I'll get back to that when I'm like awake, awake. And then I forget that I've I respond to them in my sleep. So yes, yeah, so, so do I sometimes, which is not good. <laughs> What else do I have here? I don't really have much else in the. In the in so the, I was thinking the... earlier when we were like, I told you guys to come up with new segments. I was just thinking like a really simple cast of TV shows. Who would you rather quarantine with? But like, so mm-hmm. I put on my Instagram asking people who they would want to quarantine with and who they wouldn't want to quarantine with. Can you guys guess the most commented would and wouldn't? Is there any is there any um, particular uh, genre or yeah? Because that oh, seems like a, there's a lot anything. of TV characters. But I'm going to say people go into the Friends right away and they say I'd want to be quarantined with Jennifer Aniston and Rachel and not quarantined with uh, Michael Schw- uh, Schwimmer, whatever the fuck his name is. No, it's full cast. Full cast. Uh, some people say the cast of Friends and the people they wouldn't want to be is uh, they wouldn't want to be. With the Trump family. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Uh, Friends was not suggested in the wood at all, but it was in the wooden. Uh, It's always sunny in Philadelphia was a very common one for would want to be quarantined with. And I'm like, yeah, really? That seems like a lot of drama. No, it does seem like a lot of drama. You want to throw Charlie Day out the window. Yeah, definitely. Like your fucking voice is killing me. Shut up, Char. Yeah, Charlie. Uh, what? This the- is how I talk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I guess it would be entertaining. They're as their characters, though. So I guess they they do find themselves making games out of little boring situations, like they're just in a bar coming up with shit. So that that's actually a pretty solid response. Uh, yeah. That's- most popular wouldn't want to quarantine with so far is uh, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> oh, no way. We don't want to hang out those fucking tools. <laughs> fucking nerds! Bunch of nerds! <laughs> hang out with those nerds. Um, I would... Uh, there it is. So you're going to want to ask us? So yeah. That was a, so, that was number one. Hmm. So those were number ones for the shit I've been getting on my Instagram so far. What about am you I guys? single? Am I single in this scenario? Mm, sure. No, you're not. You're not. No, you're not. Right now, it's right now. So is is, is my girl with me? Yeah. Yep. All right. So the two of us are with this group of people. Hmm. 
I would say I want to be quarantined with uh, the cast of Three's Company. Okay. Jack, 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 Christy, and Janet. Okay. Why? I just think Jack's fun. He's just a cool guy. You know, he's not going to be able to hang out with Lara, but I mean, we can have some drinks together. And, you know, it depends on if, and this is a cast with Chrissy, and Chrissy would be uh, fun to hang out with too. I don't know. I just feel like. You're thinking like we, somewhere you're going to get like a foursome in this, don't you? No, no, I really don't. I just think like they would be cool to play. And, and if it's in the time, in that time, there's no social media. We're like playing Scrabble and reading books and <laughs> laying out on the, on the deck, right? Because they don't okay. have any of that bullshit. Oh, yeah. Who I wouldn't want to hang out with, I guess um, two broke girls wouldn't want to hang out with those two fucking. <laughs> that was losers. very popular in my Instagram too. <laughs> For people to hang out with or not to hang out with, yeah, I, I, the the blonde would just like I'd be dumber by the time it was done, and uh, the sarcasm from the brunette would just be like I'd, I'd want to kill her eventually too. All right, Jack. All right, the one the group I wouldn't want to be with the cast of True Detective would be pretty miserable. That's sad Which one? The first first season? Uh, I'm thinking first. I mean, season two. Dear Lord, that'd be worse. But like, I'm <laughs> season one. Those are just eh, times a flat circle. Just shut up, okay? And then, who I'd wanna be quarantined with? I mean, always Sunny's good, but I have to pick a different one. I think Seinfeld would get too annoying. Yeah. Um, who would be good? Curb. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit. Be, I, I could to watch Larry David complain about shit all day. Man, the dude from High Maintenance. Come back to me next week. I'm gonna really need to think on this. Thirty Rock might be okay. Yeah, that Thirty Rock would be pretty entertaining. Yeah, that'd be all right. I could do that. Okay, so no to True Detective. Yes to Thirty Rock. <laughs> Two all spectrums. Right. Jack, did you have a game that you wanted to try? I have a couple, and you guys can choose whichever game you want to play. All right. Okay, so these these first three games, I have five in total. These first three games are just sort of rip-offs of Mary Fuck Kill. So this first one's called Fine, Jail, and Electric Chair. You pick three weird laws, and you would decide if someone breaks this law, where would you put it in the punishment? Would you... Is Is that tracking? Yeah, are you telling us yeah. the laws? Yeah, I would say, like, so first law is, like, I don't know, running a red la- I don't know. I was just going to give you all the games that you choose which one. So there's that okay. one. This next one is similar. This is called Enact or Abolish. Uh, you're given two weird laws, and you have to determine if you would rather, which one you'd want to enact and which one you want to get rid of. Um, they'd okay. also be stupid laws. Uh, this next one is called Trash, Limited Time, and Forever. You're given three horrible Oreo flavors, and you have to determine which outcome you want for the flavors. Okay. Um, we'd make it up. Okay, so that's sort of the Mary Fuck Kill section. Then there's one called, it's a, this isn't quite a game, it's a character quiz that I took last night, which is <laughs> it's sort of like a personality <laughs> thing, mm-hmm, but it yeah. matches you with a character from a TV show. Um. And there's 28 questions. Um, oh, yeah. I would, think I did that. We would, we would determine, we would as a group pick one person, we'd each as a group determine where we should put them percentage wise in whatever direction. That's probably too long for the That's rest too- of this episode. Yeah. But we could do that. And the last game, which I put most of my time into for reasons I can't explain, it's called 
oil tycoon or a name I made up? <laughs> I want to play that one. So I will, I will say a name, and I have a batch of real oil tycoons, and I have a batch of fake ones I made up. And you please guys tell me to- Harvey Warbuckles in there. Harvey Warbuckles is not in there. Damn but, it. Uh, <laughs> similar. So you guys will determine if it's fake or not, and I'll let you know. And if All it's real, right. I like this way. game too. I think I do like some of the other ones too, but I think we need more time for them. So yeah. okay. let's definitely hold on to them until next week. Uh, so don't okay. throw them away. Okay. Because I, I do want to do the personality test thing too. And if but you yes. guys have any segment ideas that you want us to try out, we'll uh, you know we're we've got time. Yeah, right quarantine now. quarantine's a good time. Good time to try. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I have coronavirus. Uh, we don't have a sting. Uh, this thing is ba-da-ba-bum. Is this an oil tycoon or did I make it up? Ba-da-da. Okay. Good. First name. <laughs> First name. J.R. Dillard. J.R. Dillard. J.R. Dillard. Dillard. J.R. Dillard. I'm going to say oil tycoon because there's a Dillard store. Uh, I'm going to say he made it up because... JR seems like a nice Texas name for someone to make up because everybody knows a JR from Texas. Mm-hmm. So it that was is my fake. It is fake. Yep. Damn See, it. I know Jack's Good. brain. All right. Here's another one. On, H. Roy Cullen. H. Roy Cullen. It feels like this would be real because you'd want you'd want us to think it's fake because you put colon in the name. It's C-U-L-L-E-N. It feels like a misdirect. C U L L E N? Yeah. C-U-L-L-E-N. Oh, that's Cullen. Cullen. That's what I'm saying. Not Cullen. Cullen. No, you're saying Cullen. Like you're. Uh, it's asshole. my accent. It's my accent. <laughs> okay. Seymour Butts. What is it? H R Cullen? H Roy Cullen. H Roy Cullen. That's real. Tommy? I'm going to say he's rear. The real. <laughs> he is rear. <laughs> And he's dead. He's rear. It's colon. Original American tycoons. All right. Next one. T Boone Pickens. <laughs> T Boone Pickens. Kelly, go first. I feel like that's got to be real because who would come up with that name? Well, T Bone sounds like something everyone T Boone. T Boone. T Boone Pickens. B O O N E. I said real. B O O N E, yeah. T Boom Boy. Tommy? Uh, I'm going to say that he is real because I know he's real. He is from Oklahoma. He went to Oklahoma State, and he's, his name is on the stadium because he's essentially bought that university uh, at Oklahoma State. He's pretty much, his name is on everything. He picks the colors, the, the, the mascots, everything. Yeah, T Boone cool. picks them. Yeah, T Bone Pickens, an oil tycoon. Uh, I to be honest with you, uh, this game started because I was thinking of the name T Boone Pickens, and then uh, I determined to make an entire game based off of him. (laughs) Next, James Kilroy. Fake. Real. That sounds like a real Kilroy. Come on. Fake. James Kilroy's made up. I have a friend named I have a friend named Jake Kilroy who was in our Bachelorette uh, sketch. Well, there we go. 
All right. Is that where you got his name from? I don't know. I don't know his last name. I remember no Jake, but I don't remember his last name. La- uh, next one. Quincy Colt. Quincy Fake. Colt. Fake. This is, this is just an amalg- amalgamation of Quentin and Colton. Oh, it is. Yeah, I didn't notice that. <laughs> <laughs> he just picked two of his friends' names. Matt. That's why William I was fake. Thomas Wagoner. Real. William Thomas Wagoner. Uh, I'm going to go real as well. He is real. William Thomas God damn, Wagoner. we're good at this. And he, he's actually one who started the oil boom by accident in the United States because he was trying to f- uh, find water, but instead found oil. That's essentially what the, the yeah, Beverly yeah. Hills, Beverly Hills hillbillies is about, right? It's pretty much. The yeah. Yeah. They're concept behind yeah. that. All right. Clint Merchantson. Clint Merchantson. He's fake. Fake. Real. Hmm. I, was, I was just going to change my answer to real. No, no. All right. Who is he? Next guy. Uh, he was like he's another one of the the OG uh, uh, oil tycoons in the United States. Okay. Well, he's not one of the famous ones. He was one of the early ones. Um, next, Hank T. Cunnings. Fake. Yeah, I'm thinking you're thinking of uh, Jim's son. The and uh, Whitney Cummings. Singer. Hank Williams. Hank T. Williams, you're correct. It is fake. You see right through my lies. <laughs> right through your lies. You're going to go Hank Williams. You just put a little T in the middle and you think we don't know that. Put, I was, I was going to put uh, Hank T. Williams, see if anybody picked up on it. Does anyone have a middle initial that's ever like I? <laughs> I've seen I and it's weird. It shouldn't happen. <laughs> right? It's like Jack W. Hackett or Bob T. or T. You know, something T or R. But it's never like Thomas I. Smith. All right. Yeah. Edward, Edward L. Doheny. Sure. Edward L. Doheny. Yeah, Doheny I think that Doheny, State if you. Is it right here in L.A., Doheny, right? Then they're probably yeah. those, uh, those, those pumps that they have over when you're trying to get to the airport. That's correct. I was glad you guys know who that is. He's one of the biggest. He, God, uh, smart. He, the book Upton Sinclair's Oil was based on him, and the movie There Will Be Blood was based on that book. So that movie's basically about Edward Doheny. Oh. And mm-hmm. the weird fact about Edward Doheny, uh, he hit the library at the big library at USC is the Doheny Library named after him. But rumor has it Edward Doheny had his son killed. <gasps> really? Because he was For doing what? a bad job with the business and was screwing things up and had him killed by like the mob. Why do We're on the street. No one's ever figured out. It's a cold case. No one's ever figured out how he was killed or by who. Imagine being so bad at your job that they skipped firing you just went straight to killing you. Yeah, exactly. I think that bitch Baskin did it. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, good good game, Jack. I'll do oh, two yeah, more. Do two more. Uh, Clancy and Troncadero. Mm, fake. Fake. It is. I like that one. I wanted to read it. It's terrible, but I like it. I tried to make a stick with a Mexican. <laughs> Jeffrey Hildebrand. No, screw that. Harold Ham. John Ham? What? Real. Harold Ham. Boner. Harold Ham. Real. False. No, nah, he's real. Harold Ham's real. He's alive, too. Harold Ham's Woo! alive. 
Is he single? What, oh, you guys never got gas at Ham? What? Ham gas station? No. No. No, neither have I. It doesn't exist. Yeah, one point for me. Oh, damn. <laughs> Let me just run you through the rest of the real names. You know, I'll do oh, my, he's not hot. No, none of them are. The Koch brothers were number one for like most wealthy old tycoons, but they're they're not funny. So Jeffrey they're not, they're definitely not funny. funny. W. Herbert Hunt's a real one. There's John D. Rockefeller. I had to include him. Uh, he's one of the biggest. Then there's Sid W. Richardson. He's dead. And then my fake ones I also came up with were, were uh, Gerard K. Billingham, Bob O'Hantry, Thomas Forrestal, and Leighton Cosworth. You know, you're not bad at coming up with fake names. It's really hard to come up with fake names for some reason. Like, yeah. you know when you're writing a script and you're like, what should I name this person? And like... Why is it Every so hard to come up with a realistic last name? Michael in it. Yeah. I can't come up with it. yeah. It's so stupid. <laughs> J.R. Dillard's my favorite one I made up, though. <laughs> what was that, that for? Like fake. Oh, just for the oil type. I know, but why? Dillard, why Dillard. Would, what was the reason you named it that? J.R. Dillard? I don't know. It sounded, it sounded the most tycoony to me. It's not a very oh. Texas J.R. Oh, that's right. J.R. Dillard. All right, so listen, what do you guys want to do? We got to wake up our uh, audience. Well, we have uh, one more email too from Ian Wilson in West it, Papua. Papua Papua New Guinea. Oh yeah. I don't Papua know. Papua Papua something? I don't know. Papua. West Papua Papua Papua? I don't know. Hi guys, greetings from oh. West Papua. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. Been with you since the beginning. You guys are my favorite podcast. Woohoo. I'm wondering if you have any ghost stories or if anything weird or unexplained has happened to you or someone you know. Okay, bye. Hmm. I think we should do a ghost story episode eventually. I don't oh, have do any. Have yeah, I've got a couple. Um, I, I don't know. I, uh, not really to me, but I've heard a lot of them uh, from people who I claim they're real. And I have a friend who like who was, lived in a house in up in New England in those areas where like just furniture would be stacked up and shit when they came home. Um. Good prank. I don't know. Yeah, that's really. Creepy. I don't. I don't. Know, I don't. I don't really have any. I mean, it is creepy. Like, and she's so. It's so normal and adamant that this is how they grew up. But then sometimes you think there was some, some trauma in the house. But then again, trauma in the house is a sign. Is a breeding ground for this stuff. It's like the Amityville home. You know, when you have yeah, negative stuff in the house, and you also have entities to begin with to to come along with it, and shit gets really stirred up and angry and and weird. Um, I know Jack doesn't believe any of that. I'm sure I don't even know that I do, but I do know that there's a lot of normal people who are living normal lives who claim that this stuff has happened, and for some reason, Jack says he's had oh. multiple ghost stories. I have multiple. They didn't happen to me, but I trust oh, the source. Oh, gotcha. Right, you do trust. Yeah, the the source, old, I think the, the we've talked about sleep paralyzation, which sometimes I'm like, oh, that could be related to spirit Smoothies, or something. Yeah, these stories could be sleep paralysis, but the other one, no way. Yeah. Uh, there's one time I went to Cal State Channel Islands used to be um, the location of a psych ward. And so I went there. Good start. Good start. Yeah. So uh, so the, the campus still has the old psych ward building on – on campus it's just completely empty it's totally run down it's actually really creepy and i went with my friend ricky um, ricky he's, 
he was a photographer so we were gonna go do like a spooky photo shoot and so we like snuck into this building and every time we went down the hallways like there'd be clanging down the hall like there's nobody in the fucking building but the pipes would clink and all that stuff and every time I tried to take a picture with my cell phone the picture would come out with the bottom of what I was actually seeing on the top of the image but then when we got out of the building my pictures went back to normal so they were all split down the middle and flipped while I was in the that building and then outside it went back to normal. Is... yeah hmm. there were some really cool pictures we got though I should post this I worked now. on a show called fear many years ago which we, we went to these haunted places and uh had these kids stay there and, and do these kind of walk through the night with these cameras on them while they kind of did these little obstacle courses or, or, or scavenger hunts. And it was definitely during the day. We set these things up before they got there when there was just a, a weird eeriness about the place, a, an old ship, an old prison, uh, just where just a lot of pain has and suffering had uh, had stayed or, or just, you know, a lot of pain and suffering had happened at that at that place beforehand. So. Yeah, I kind of believe it. I just haven't had anything particularly happen to me, and I and I'm really glad that it hasn't because I don't know that I can ever just keep moving on like some of these people have had some really crazy shit happen to them. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely haunting you when I die. Yeah, fine. Cool. <laughs> cool. As long Should as we know do this? You. Should we do this? User submitted. Am I the asshole? Sure. This will wake people up from our, from their slumber. Let's do it. All right. I'm gonna like maybe I guess do a little. What? What did you Why say? Are you saying people went to sleep, Tommy? I I was falling asleep. <laughs> the oil tycoon game? Damn it! No, no, I liked the oil tycoon game. <laughs> During the ghost story stuff. All right, ready? He's just sleeping anyway. Yeah. A S S H O L E. Am I the asshole? You tell me. Uh, never, never All gets right. Away. User submitted. So I'm not a hardcore nerd gamer geek whose life revolves around gaming, not by a long shot. I enjoy having a PlayStation session from time to time on the Sunday when I get a new game that I've been looking forward to or having an afternoon session playing with the kids on a rainy day. Um, I'm going to kind of like paraphrase some of this because I don't think we need all of this information. Recently got a new phone, uh, started playing Call of Duty mobile, <clears throat> and while he was doing that, he started making some gaming friends who he would squad up with when playing. All players are adults, and a bunch of us soon became regular teammates whenever we were online playing, all based in other cities, blah, blah, blah. Coincidentally, a few of these guys and a couple of the girls had previously played together in a different game in the past, and one of the guys decided to start a gaming chat group on Discord, which is kind of like Zoom, so everybody can video chat or communicate while they're um, not – or talk about the game when they're not on the game – all chats related to the game. For example, someone can message, I'm keen for a game of Battle Royale. Anyone want to jump on and squad up? Blah, Royale, blah, blah. Battle Royale. Sorry, well, he didn't put an E at the end of it. Um, uh, fair, you, fair. You may get replies and have a squad of mates who play together, have a game, and a laugh at the same time. Some human contact during this time of isolation. All the people seem like good people with obvious similar interests, and a few were also from my country of origin, which is New Zealand, so we always had lots to chat about. My wife knew of the chat group, the game, the laughs and banter I had with the other people in the group. She did glance over my shoulder one day while I was messaging and saw a girl called Lucy was in the chat group. This was the turning point. We need to talk was the next sentence. Me being the good man I am, I was completely sympathetic. <laughs> yeah. We already know you're an asshole for saying that. Just kidding. 
Uh, I was completely sympathetic to her insecurities of me having social chats with a female, and I went cold turkey, quit, and have since deleted the game and app as it made her sad and uncomfortable knowing I was spending time playing games, laughing, and enjoying my spare time with random girls and guys and not her. Am I the arsehole now feeling some resentment towards my wife? I've given up something I really enjoyed. Love the show and would appreciate your input. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I don't know. There's a little insecurity here that makes me think the wife's an asshole. Um, I don't, you know, I mean, during these times, like, you, it's not like you're on this thing for 24 hours a day. You and your wife are stuck in the house together. You're still doing the, the fatherly things, I guess, if you have kids and you're still, like, participating. It's like... It's not like you're talking to one single girl alone on this chat thing. I don't know. He's an asshole because he's too old to be playing video games. And she's an asshole <laughs> for being so insane. We don't even know how old he is. <laughs> he's married. Uh, he has kids, I guess, so he's old. Yeah, he's older, older. right? And so old enough. He's, he's an asshole for getting that involved with any people in a video game system. But if there, it's one thing because I, I, I used to play video games and I had friends in real life that we I would shoot the shit with on there and we'd go in and play a little bit. But... uh yeah, I feel like I don't really think he's the asshole. I think if this is a, a quarantine thing now, if he's not doing his daily duties as a, as a father and a husband, you know, on the, on the and just wasting his time in this group, then he's an asshole. But you know, if she does, if she she's not even letting him play this game because no, no, he's not the asshole. She is. Well, I have a lot of thoughts. This to me, it sounds like textbook communication breakdown. Like we we don't even know if she's forced him not to play the game anymore it the way i'm reading it is like he kind of was like well i'll show you how great of a husband i am and i'll quit this app and shut it all down whereas like if you have a conversation about like hey what do you need from me what do you, what do you want me to do about this blah, blah, blah. this is a game i really enjoy what would make you feel comfortable and have that conversation instead of having like a knee-jerk reaction like well fine i'll fucking delete it because of course you're going to resent her then um I just wonder how it all played out because it sounds like you guys just weren't communicating. I don't, I don't think like people that love each other shouldn't want to take away something that the other person enjoys, but it's like, there may be boundaries that need to be set. So maybe mm. that's, there's an opportunity to have a new conversation going, Hey, I really like playing this. Is there like, obviously being a father and a husband comes first, but are there times that you're, you're cool with this? Like maybe just kind of setting that up. So she feels like she's being respected and also paid attention to. Wow. That's like yeah. a very doctor like answer. <laughs> no, I was just, I mean, every, just... Everything's about compromise, right? Like everybody assumes that like they know what the other person's thinking and all that stuff. And everybody's got different love language and all this stuff. So you could think that you're doing all of the right things to make this person happy, but like, right. I, it doesn't sound like you guys are communicating from the same place of like, we both want to be happy. It's like, you're trying to figure out who's going to win this. Almost. And of course, resentment would happen because whenever you yeah. take something away from somebody, because this is not something big enough. Now he was like jerking off <laughs> while right. on the thing totally. with a bunch of girls. Like, it's not like marriage ending that he's playing video games with bunch of people in a group now if they're right. all children and you learn that that might be a little bit concerning as well i don't know who who knows who's but in this he, chat group are these kids are these little no, girls I think, that, I think that's pretty normal for video games right people get on their microphones and they talk shit during the game and they do all like that's I mean, to me that seems like a part with a bunch of 12 year olds that's completely different 
which is what is the guy said. naked in front of the dog? Because if he's not, then this is all then he's fine. <laughs> but even yeah, if, even still, if you were playing okay, Call of Duty with twelve year olds, it's you're still it's still just like their avatar or what, like it's not like you're having conversations about you know, like hey, what'd you guys do today? When's the last time you had sex? Do you guys like eating your own asshole or sucking your own right. dick? Like it doesn't sound like it's that That's involved. That's how so. it starts. Did you guys listen to the untwisted? <laughs> did you guys listen to the untwisted podcast today? What do you think about that first question they asked? Fair. Or would fair, you rather? Fair. Yeah. Did you ever? I, oh, you do. Yeah. Would you ever tr- like to try that? No. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chris Hansen shows up. He's like, "You need to take a seat." Um. Yeah, I think I think this is just about having another conversation and not coming from a place of like being upset with her that you had to do this thing. It was a choice that you made mm-hmm. from your own words. Like I went cold turkey, blah, blah blah. It sounds like what you did was a little dramatic because you wanted you wanted her to notice that you were doing all this stuff, but it was kind of like in a spiteful way. So when you handle things immaturely like that, then she's also not going to be like, she's probably not going to be like, well, no, it's fine. You can play the game sometimes. It's like, then you both fucking retreat into your little petty bullshit. I think you should just have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk it out. You think you, that's your answer, Jack? Talk it out, right? <laughs> yeah, Perfect. No, I'm not busting his balls. I'm just saying, yeah, that's a nice short answer. Like Jack likes to get things done. Yeah. Talk it out. Let's move it on. About, fucking move on. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think we're, uh, we should an hour and a half in, so I think it's enough. So uh, yeah. we'll do some we, next time. You, I, I sent you guys some um, Urban D's we'll do next time. And uh, anything else? Hopefully we'll have some more games. Made Play me think Oreo about game. I, I, I think the Oreo game will be good. I, I love Oreos. So this is going to be tough. There's nothing Not I wouldn't put in an Oreo. You. Hey, should I do, mm-hmm. should I, like, I got these, all these mushroom capsules. Should I do them tonight? All these what? Um, mushroom yeah. capsules. Uh, also, tonight, like, I don't know. Why is it tonight a good night? Do you have nothing to do tomorrow? Yeah, I have nothing to do tomorrow. Right. I was gonna right. take an edible after we hung up. So, oh, hey yo, Jack and I'll be facing. Hey yo, are you guys ever get your alcohol, Jack? Did you guys booze up again? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we got rum. I got the makes to Disney put out the ingredients for Dole Whip, so I got all the Dole Whip ingredients. Uh, nice. We're gonna be good to go. I'm actually gonna go. You know what we should do at some point? Run. Have you guys heard of the app House Party? Nope. Yeah. I it's have. It's like it's Zoom, but more social media based. It's just a video chatting app, but you can have a ton of people on the video. We should do a house party at some point. I think because I think you can just put the link or like something like that, and if people want to join us, can we, we record can it on our end? How do I'll have to just figure out how to get their audio into the system. Yeah, I mean, like I think that would just be like instead of us doing like an Instagram live or something like that, we can just do something random. At some point, yeah, I'll think I'll figure it out if I can get it up on like the iPad or something like that, and then we can put people on it. Then I could feed that right into the uh, right into the computer. We record it, just talk to a bunch of people because a couple people have called in while we were doing this, but I keep sending them messages saying that we can't do a voice message right now. Jack, where does everyone find you? Or not voice messages, uh, com. Also, if you want your submissions to make it into the Oreo game for next week, you can (laughs) message me on whatever platform you can find me on and send me some terrible Oreo flavors. I'll add them to the list. I already have a page worth of all awful, awful flavors and I will take yours as well. Next. Kelly, where can I find you? Uh, at Kelly Blackheart on everything. 
All right. You can find me at Tommy underscore Caprio on Instagram and um, uh, at walking with I N no G walking here. I'm walking here. Uh, walking with Tommy. I'm sorry. And uh, Tommy Caprio on Twitter. Hey, Kelly, you guys are uh, still holding off on doing the um, Ida cat, right? The uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, for now. Okay. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure there's any movement on that. Uh, so what do we do now? I put up some music and you guys take me out. Yeah, you know how this works? Do that. I think that's how that works. Take me out. All right, Jack. Call you when I'm on mushrooms. You're not gonna do that, are you? I might. Yeah, call I'm, me, man. I'm, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be high, so it'll be good. I'm gonna be. You know, I'm gonna throw a pie right now. I'm gonna throw a meat pie. Bye. Oh, bye.